Ladies and gentlemen, we have an extremely special episode today on Stream of Thought, episode number 43. Big 4-3. But it's not about the number. It's about my friend here, Rick Thorsell's experience at the DuPage County Courthouse going up against the man. And ladies and gentlemen, it is quite a tale. There are ups. There are downs. There are moments of positivity, moments of negativity, just the whole spectrum of emotion, and the end is quite titillating. Dude, I can't wait to listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, episode number 43 of Stream of Thought. We certainly know you will enjoy. Okay, so... Tell me what was going through your brain on Sunday evening, going into Monday morning, what was happening Monday morning, and then... Well, I feel like we need a general I know. Sense. I was going to say, I was going to say, give there us background was, information. Yeah, this is, this is a process that has been ongoing for, oh man, two years now. So I guess I'll preface it by saying I, uh, I, yeah, I'm recovering from a compulsive gambling addiction and i've been in recovery for coming up on two years now and unfortunately a consequence of my actions post haste have been uh, a lot of pain and suffering and so the result one of the results of the consequences has was a uh, a collection agency was coming after me for a credit card debt and of course, as the delinquent uh, people in debt often do, they don't respond to creditors, and so eventually they get served a subpoena, subpoena to show up in court and defend yourself. So when you were issued a subpoena, where were you and what were you doing? Did you know that you were being issued a subpoena when... No, it was... They gave it to my dad. Oh, they don't have people that are like, Rick Storcell? Yes, you've been served. They do, yeah. It was a, it was a sheriff who came to the house and served. Oh, that's subpoena. no fun. Yeah. They didn't, like, catch you at the grocery store or, like, on the way to, like, a drywall site or something? Life isn't a movie, man. It's I so know. much more boring than that. That's boring. Yeah. That's not fun at all. Okay. It's not meant to be fun. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, so this was, gosh, I got this uh, probably in... March, okay. I think, of this past year, so many, many months ago, like eight months many ago. Many moons ago. Many moons ago. Okay. Fortnites. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, fucking shit. Like, this is this is great. This Did is- you have a feeling that was going to be issued, or you were completely blindsided by this? Uh, well, two days earlier, I, start- I had gotten mailers and advertising, as one always does, and... Uh, yeah, basically, I had I had like a two days heads up, but before that, I didn't really have any sense of what was happening with it. Well, like advertising is like, are you getting sued? And then all yeah, of a sudden, you're exactly. like, wait, what is all this? Exactly, stuff? Okay. That's, that is exactly what tips you off because you get six or seven letters in the mail saying like you're you've been served. Yeah. And you're just like, what the hell? Like, what is this? I haven't actually been served, and so you go online. It's like, oh, they issued a uh, whatever um, mm-hmm. complaint, and so it's a it's a civil case. And because the amount is under $10,000, it's small claims court, which is kind of this informal setting. But you think to yourself, okay, well, you had – what is what is your natural reaction for somebody in a situation like that? That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> That's my reaction. Like they're kind of screwed kind of thing if no, they have to just, go to court? It sucks that you have to deal with that. 
Yeah, but it's what do you? A, I mean, what do you think that the possible resolutions are when after you, after a credit collection agency that has purchased bad credit card debt comes after you? Like, what what would your my initial reaction, reaction is? You're fucked. Really? Yes. Why? In what ways? Basically, you're gonna lose. Well, more I, or less, okay. Or... Well, well, here's prior to the knowledge that you gave me when you were going into this. Mm-hmm. There is a paper trail, or so. You would, you know, presume. Yeah, that's that's the re- that's why I think that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, you know, you obviously you're racking up credit card debt. All this stuff is, um, all this stuff is recorded, and then obviously the bank's not going to collect it or the credit card agency, so they sell it off to an agent, a collection agency. So everything is recorded. There's mm-hmm. a trail to everything. Yeah. There's no way you can say, like, no, this isn't my debt you know unless someone stole your card or something weird like that that's why i think that if someone goes to a court for collection agency that they are just completely screwed yes and i would say most people actually truly believe that and you see that in the numbers because over 90 percent of collection lawsuits are won because the defendant doesn't show up to trial and you're not required to show up to trial in fact it says you don't have to show up to trial on the on the issue itself. And so they win by default. If you don't show up, they get a summary judgment and they're able to latch onto your bank account, take your uh, – if, you, if you're employed, they can garnish your wages, like all these different remedies that they have after you go through the default judgment. So most people who end up getting into this position – are just like scared and they're like i can't like you said they have papers like they showed me papers. having to actually show up is too overwhelming and it's easier just you, to not do anything because it's like all. oh man do i have to confront a lawyer like i'm not a lawyer mm-hmm. what the hell do i know and so most people just hide under the the blankets until it's over but then realize oh shit you know now they have a collection agency coming after them for the next 20 years and so i got it and so my initial reaction was, <laughs> well, this sucks, but I'm, tr- you know, as, as somebody who, yeah, I, I use that money and as a result, I do, I do owe that money in one form or another. And my, the recovery program that I work is one that, that tries to, like, I try to encourage myself to think of it as, you know, when I make amends, I'm. I am trying – I'm trying to do right in the best way possible, in the most constructive way possible. So the most constructive way though may not be the most direct way. So for example, I use credit card debt. The most direct way would be, well, you pay off the collection agency the exact amount that you had spent, mm-hmm. right? That would be the most direct way. For me, that – my opinion, and this may be controversial, but I don't believe that's morally or ethically right. It's not the most meaningful way you can um – you can give back or pay the, the consequences for your actions. Well, more, more than that, more than that, I look at the situation itself. So the circumstances of like why debt collection agencies exist and thrive is because precisely people don't show up. And so they're able to accumulate a vast amount of basically bad debt and latch on to – hundreds of thousands of people's banks, bank accounts and collect this money. Now, the situation is, is that one, the bank 
has declared that credit card debt bad, has sold it off, and has taken a tax credit on that bad debt. So they, they've sort of made out however they're going to. And so the collection agencies pay pennies on the dollar for the debt, purchase it, and then try to sue people. And, the you know, my initial reaction when confronting a situation that I've never experienced before is to do some research, like try and understand what's going on. And what I discovered was absolutely horrendous when it came to the practices of these debt collections because there is no paper trail. They don't keep records. All they have is a bill of sale and maybe at best a couple of months of credit card statements. They don't have an original contract for the the credit card debt. They don't have um, paperwork that goes back more than a couple of months. And they, you know, they engage in these sort of harassment tactics to try to basically say, you owe the debt, now you have to pay us kind of thing. That's Mm -hmm. That's their end goal. Knowing full well that if it went to court, most times, as I was looking online, most times they can't. There's simply not the paperwork that exists. And so, yeah, I uh, continued doing some research and discovered quite quickly that people were saying you could win credit card lawsuits if you just show up. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? You know, like just show up. <laughs> like if I have to go to trial over this, what the hell am I going to say? You know, again, I'm not a lawyer. I don't I don't I don't know how trials work. You know, Um I've, I've never seen a trial, you know, even on TV. I've never, I've never watched like Judge, Perry Mason. Judge Judy or anything like watch, that. Just watch Perry Mason. Yeah. <laughs> so basically I, uh, this, this was sort of an ongoing thing and I showed up to court not knowing what to expect the first time. And this was back mo- like five months ago, something like that. For this collection stuff? The okay. first one. Yeah. The, they were like, come to court. Yeah, I think it was in May, maybe. And I show up not really knowing knowing what to expect, but instantly I realize, wow, this is just a, a machine. Like this is a factory of debt collection because you had three or four lawyers up at front and all they were doing was standing in front of the judge. The, ju- the judge would call out a name, uh, the so-and-so versus the collection agency. Mm-hmm. No one would come up. It signed a paper. Oh, you just won a summary judgment. Did that again. Did that again. Like – 12 of them just listing off, listing off, listing off. I, uh, <laughs> I heard my name, like I had, I had to go to the bathroom and it was a couple of minutes too. And I walk in and just as I sit down, they call my name. So I just stand back, go up and I'm like, no one else has shown up to mm-hmm. contest it all. I'm the only one who's yeah. there. So I stand before him, the judge, and I had a bunch of paperwork that I'd printed off of like things to say mm-hmm. for like basic questions and I have no idea what he's going to ask, but he does ask, like, do you owe the debt? And I was told to say that based off of the information provided, I can neither confirm nor deny these allegations and so generally and specifically deny them. And uh, and that's kind of the legalese term that you <laughs> use to basically say, show me the proof. Yeah. And it was very interesting. <laughs> the judge looked at me and then he winked. And it was like a very subtle wink. It was just like a – he was like a, oh, okay. And then it was like a well, – maybe he had a twitch or something mm-hmm. like that. It's entirely possible. But Like I, maybe, I, like, I like maybe he was kind of rooting for you a little bit. Well, he was like, oh, so this person is actually going to challenge yeah. a collection agent 
and and their lawyer makes their job not so boring anymore. I guess. And so yeah, I think that uh, that part of it was. Uh, and so, but then he's like, "So I see you've never been through this this situation before, um, because because you've never been through this before. I want to give you an opportunity to settle it out of court, which is." The legal term for we don't want to spend the money going to trial mm-hmm. because it's fucking expensive. Yeah. And it it costs like $400 in court costs for both parties. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, look, not being the naive person that I was, I was just like, okay, sure, we'll postpone it. And, <laughs> and he's like, okay, so get a good rest. But then on Monday, call the collection agent and try and work something out. I never called. Okay. <laughs> and so – Two, two, uh, another month and a half passes and I'm weighing, I'm weighing whether or not I should contact them because when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm going to say like, I need to see more paperwork than a bill of sale that, but I did send a request for a production, uh, document production. I did send that to them and that was like my form of communication. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't going to talk to them on the phone, but I did send a request for, for production. To like say, do you have the paperwork? And basically their response was all this sort of legal bullshit of like, first, well, it's a small claims court, so technically you can't request any documents. But here here it is regardless. And all they did was reattach the monthly billing statements and, and a couple of other like bill of sale documents. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And then I started reading specifically what the terms were and basically it came down to – the premise of their argument was they could they were saying they could collect on the debt because the terms and conditions of my contract with my credit card company allowed them to there was no contract that included terms and conditions and so for me i'm asking myself what authority like show me where where is the written authority that you have to be able to even sue me mm-hmm. and uh there it, it wasn't there and so the next court date comes and he's like, well, have you reached an agreement? And I said, no, no. And he's like, all right, well, uh, I guess we'll try schedule it for court. Now, understand that someone will win and someone will lose. It could be you. Uh, it could be the plaintiff. I am just going to hear your arguments. I can't help you out in court. Like, do you really want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, do, let's play ball. Yeah, <laughs> let's play ball. <laughs> And uh, and so they schedule it like three months out, and then another intimidation factor is like the the plaintiff, the attorney for the collection agency who was also standing up there again signing papers the second time around too. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm the only one who shows up to contest, and I uh, she's like uh, the only time that the witness is available is November thirteenth. And I'm like, witness, like, interesting. What what witness could they possibly provide, for, you know, in this situation? And a lot of times the witness will be someone from the collection agency saying, I can attest to the fact that a transaction occurred, basically. Okay. Um, and, and so here we go. We got another three-month waiting period. And these past three months, my friend, have been torturous because I, in my head – was preparing for war. This this was truly war. I, I okay. So I've been talking a lot. Let's let's do it. Let's do a halftime. What's your what is your take up until this point? I want I want some feedback. Well, I really I'm I'm just waiting for uh, for you to the climax for the the highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the play by play. The play because I'm 
for people listening don't know this, but I've, for the most part, been on the sidelines up until this moment has occurred. So mm-hmm. all these day-to-day, these week-to-week, I've heard you talk about this here and there. This ongoing thing. So I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for... You know, right. for you to walk in yeah. and tell me what happens. Okay, here we but go. But I do want to add, yes. b- before we, uh, before you t- uh, say this, go back and you told me the numbers in the car a few weeks ago. Go back and just let people know what the numbers are in terms of the percentages of people who actually contest, of those people who actually, like, do show up. And, the, and, and you remember how you were telling me, like, the window gets, uh, the it's a little bit smaller and smaller of people who actually ultimately win yes. so you said about 90 percent of people do not even show up correct okay so, so now there's 10 percent of people that show up and now of those people 50 percent of them settle before trial okay and of the other 50 percent a good third of those don't no i'm sorry it's the reverse two-thirds of those don't actually show up to their own trial date and so it's a summary judgment Again, and there's no trial, and they, they, they win. And then I could not find the statistics on that last remaining third. I mean, we're down to what, like 1% or something like that? 0.5% maybe? Like that, I'm yeah. really bad at math, so I can't tell. But I was like, well, what about those 5%? That's going to be me. Like, what happens to that? What percentage of them wins and loses? There was no statistic. I couldn't find anything. All I could see was like, well, may, you know, sometimes the lawyers just go away or they don't show up to court. I'm just like, that's not going to happen. They have it's – a, it's a machine process, you know. That, so I feel like I'm going to go to court. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't find any comforting statistics about that like 1% of what happens to them. So those people who actually are willing to take it to trial, um, very, very small – percentage so right now what is at risk if you so you're 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 saying let's do this let's go the whole nine yards you want to dance it takes two to tango let's play ball so you're going to war as you say you're going all you're going all in i'm going all in you're going all in what is on the table what is at risk not much actually uh and i say that so okay the caveat is i have no money Basically, right. I'm I'm destitute. I'm still paying off. Basically, the money that I earn goes to paying off debts of mm-hmm. those around me. And so, on one hand, uh, basically, okay. So for we'll example, say this, court, yes. let's say let's let's think well, of it this way. There's court, court costs. costs. Yes. All right. So you said that's about four hundred dollars for each party. So worst case scenario. That's eight hundred dollars because the, yes. pre- the person that loses has to pay the. I would have to pay eight hundred dollars, and I would have to pay that. I would have and to then, find a way to pay that. And then the amount that was owed to the credit card company was how much? Much. It okay, was, it a was lot. Boku. But then the the collection agency, that's only a fraction of that. So you'd only have to pay out a fraction of whatever. No, I would have to pay the full amount. The whole thing. Yes, and they would they would be so let's legally say for example, they would be legally bound to me until I I paid them the full amount. So let's say for example, you owe a credit card company $10,000. Yes. A collection agency buys that $10,000 debt for say $1,500 or $2,200, even but, less. Okay, but then you go to court and if you lose, then they they win big and that $1,500 purchase now turns into you know, say a $8,500 gain? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But okay. that's what a default judgment is too. They collect on the full amount okay. if you don't show up to court. Got it. So I lose. I still have to show up. The added the added uh, 
scary thing is paying for the court costs, which you do have to work out some sort of payment. Plan. So all of this, let's say, for example, if you did have money yes. and they're saying you owe us, you know, of the $10,000, we bought 1500 You owe us $1,500. You pay $1,500 and then that's it? No, I paid – well, yes, yes. So if, we, if we work out the deal ahead of time, yes. like if I talk to them and – it's like th- no, they would insist. They would absolutely insist that I pay. If it was a, if it was ten thousand dollars, they would insist that I pay no less than no less than four thousand. Okay. Yeah. So they will always be making at least a hundred percent profit. Okay, but then once you say, "Let's do this," take get your guns out, then it's like everything just gets magnified. It's all or nothing. Okay. There is no negotiation. Okay. So. Tell me about Sunday night. All right. Because of that afternoon, yeah. you read me your opening statement <laughs> and you were, I could tell, a little nervous. And I thought to myself, you know, I can't help him. He's just, this is a growing pain. But it was a growing I, pain. I texted you on Monday just to see how it went. And you were like, I'll tell you about it when we get together for the podcast. So let's go Sunday evening. What are your thoughts going into Monday morning when you wake up and then bring me into the courtroom? So I definitely should have been more nervous than I was when I was with you. Um, okay. I was, I, I think being in your presence reassured me, uh, and gave me calm, but I, I basically spent the rest of the night after we finished taping and I went back, spent the rest of the night researching, found out some new interesting things that I hadn't caught before, which kind of freaked me the fuck out. Cause I'm oh, like, really? I, I had spent probably a good 40 hours researching this case and all the different caveats in Illinois law, case law, that sort of thing. And so I had just a list of stuff. But then I come across little legally shit that uh, plaintiffs use that I hadn't discovered before mm-hmm. and ha- would – should they say that in court, I would have had no idea how to respond. So I'm reading this. I'm like, oh my god, are there other things that I – little things that I didn't realize? Oh my god. Oh my god. Are they going to say something? And uh, and so in my head, I was just trying to get the pattern of like what what's the what's the core of this case? Basically, they don't have paperwork. I mean that's what it comes down to. Like show me paperwork. But it's not as simple as that because – it you know it's just not. It, it's just not the judge is not going to be satisfied with I don't see any papers so I can't answer the question kind of thing. There's got to be there's got to be a more thought out process and one that uses law you know as mm-hmm. it's supposed to be used. And uh, so yeah, Sunday night don't really get some, don't really get too much rest. I wake up on Monday morning bright and early. My case is at nine thirty. Um, You're up at four o'clock in the morning. Is that what? <laughs> I'm up at about five. Okay. 30, I want to say, uh, doing some more research, you know, drinking some coffee, getting ready. This is, so I just want to say real quick, this feeling that you have, I have experienced it, not necessarily the, to the magnitude that you have, but it brings me back to college when you're just like, your last minute putting together your it research paper. It felt like paper. I was back in college. It You're felt like I was back in the library for yeah, hours. Exactly. You, it's like due, I was cramming for the final. You yeah. had to send it in yep. at 10 a.m. You're up at 4, 5 o'clock in the morning doing last minute edits, yep. reviewing, looking around, over again. And, making sure it's perfect. And, and out of nowhere, it's like time is just going yes. by. Yes. And it's just like, Before you realize fuck it. me. I had so much time to prepare for this and I just – I just didn't use my time very wisely. Yeah. I just didn't use my time very wisely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say a little bit, little bit, little bit of that, a little bit of that. And, uh, and yeah, the time goes by so fast. And so right. soon enough, it's, it's about the sun is up. 745. Yeah. yeah. The sun is up 745. I have to bike. Uh, it's to the courthouse. Yeah. To the courthouse in Wheaton. 
Fuck. I okay. know, man. It it's uh it's about it's about six and six and a half miles okay. or so. Uh, but I do want to say that's yeah. good because if you're like stressed or overwhelmed or nervous, you just get that energy. You just get that physical movement going. It helps relieve some of the stress instead yes. of just like sitting in a car. You know, I was listening to a podcast on okay. my way there. Uh, the morning podcast I normally listen to, just zoning out. Being like, I, I will, when I get into the courtroom, I'm going to have a little bit of time, probably 15 to 20 minutes. Um, then for some reason, it's taking me longer than I thought it would. And I'm like, oh, oh crap. Like, I don't know why it was taking me longer, but I realized, oh, wow, you know, I only have 20 minutes till it begins. I, I really wanted to get there about, you know, at least mm-hmm. 30 minutes ahead of time. And now I remember, like, if any time you have a job interview and you're running late and you're like, I'm so fucked. I can't believe I didn't, like, leave sooner. Why didn't I? So I'm, like, now thinking of things that I can kind of relate to. Yes, dude. But I can't because you're just on this huge plateau of just, like, nervousness and and risk and just what is at stake. Yeah, and and sort of confronting your past. I mean, this really was the last hurdle in the life that I left behind two years ago. I mean, it, so this this was the culmination of sort of two years of pain and uh, and a lot of learning and a lot of growing. And it's like in my phone, uh, I end up putting this down. I'll let you read it. I'm pulling it up right now. That's fine. So you're – This you're... is what I called my court case. <laughs> when did you put this in? Like three or four weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. November 13th, 9.30 a.m., Judgment Day. <laughs> and you know what? Believe it or not, that actually <laughs> – it actually helped calm me down whenever I saw that because I'm like, it really is – you know, it's the last judgment. Okay. It is the last judgment that could possibly be passed on me. I have I have served my time. I have paid my debt to society. I continue to pay my debt to those around me. Last hurdle. This this was the last confrontation that I had to sort of – move beyond, you know, the specter of, of what was quite a traumatic experience. And on one hand, I'm feeling like it's going to be done in an hour from now. In an hour from now, maybe longer. I mean, I don't know. It mm-hmm. could be three hours. But I'm going to be walking out of this courtroom, going over by the bushes where I st- stashed my phone because you can't bring phones in yeah. and you have to pay for a locker. I'm not going to do that. So I stashed it in tall grass. I'm like, in in three hours from now, I'm going to be walking out, picking up my phone, and it's going to be over. One way or another, it's going to be done. And I'm going to be happy about it because I, it'll be done. The decision I, will be made. There's no more anticipation. There's no much, no more fearing the future. And I can move on. You know, it's the final exam. I um, once, just because you said you stashed your phone, I had to go to the courthouse one time and I walk up and I had my phone in my pocket. This is when the Motorola Razor was all the rage, you know, since like 2007 or something like that. And I'm like, oh, crap. They made me go back to my car to put my phone away. So I go back to my car. I put my phone away. I come back. And as I'm about to – I'm walking up, I remembered I got – I have weed in my pocket. <laughs> and then, oh, damn. Really? And there's a guy. There's like an officer there like with a dog and everything, you know, German Shepherd. And I got nervous because I didn't want to. I didn't want to walk away again because I thought it'd look weird if I walked away to put my phone up. Then I walked up and then I walked back. You know, yes. like why is this guy? You know, yes. So without thinking about it, I just didn't do anything. You know, and mm-hmm. nothing happened. Oh, and I'm goodness. sitting there, I because I had to go. 
I can't remember. I, I think I just I had to pay a ticket or something weird. So yeah, it's not yeah. like I had to be in a courtroom. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I, just, I got weed in my pocket right now. This is so funny. <laughs> but okay, that's so, so funny. All so right, you're so running. Me, you're, you're running late. You yeah. realize it's taking longer than I, it's supposed to. Let's okay. let's set the scene. So I'm bi- I'm biking. It's a beautiful morning out. Yeah. Crisp, chilly. Jim the mailman, or what was your mailman? Jim, 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 Jim is the delivering mailman. mail. Jim's, Jim's delivering mail. You know, it's hey just, Jim, it's just another Monday. We're starting our week off. I get to the courthouse. There's a bunch of people around. Obviously, you know, you got your standard cameras uh, for whatever profile case. I think Sandy Pios, who okay. was a state representative, might have had a court case that day as well. Um, but bunch of people moving around, moving around. You got a protester off to the side, one protester holding, holding the sign. It's bright out. It's sunny out. You know, the sun is shining. Everyone sort of... The future looks promising. The, 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 future, <laughs> the future looks promising. You know, it's, it's the start to a Monday. And I park my bike, get off, go inside. I've got maybe 10 minutes before... No, I'm not... Uh, 15 minutes before okay. it starts. And the line is like wrapping around. It's a full snake to I'm, get into to the, get into the Oh, line. yeah. Because like everyone's that, coming in for jury duty, right? Well. At like yeah. whenever it is, uh, nine, even when it opens up, yeah, yeah. nine or eight thirty, like 15. people are lined up to get in there. Yep. So I'm not too worried because it only takes a couple of minutes to get through. All done, and uh, I'm dressed in my suit, my my charcoal gray suit, my red shirt, and my power tie, my okay. my red power red and black power tie. Okay. And go up, walk into the courtroom. Courtrooms actually for the the collection courtroom or small claims or whatever pretty pretty packed and I'm there at as they're going through the nine o'clock calls and you got the people up there reading off the names and all that and there's a couple it's interesting because I sit down I start sorting through my papers and there's a couple of cases that are actually civil disputes some some guy had taken an engagement ring from a couple and they wanted payment or something you know something like that yeah, the shit you see on cops so, ex- <laughs> more more or less except this was just between that there was no cops involved it was just yeah. you know the couple and him standing before he the judge he done took my bicycle and uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly he done take my bicycle and uh and so every single time that people went up and we're like getting ready. No one had a trial date, and I, I think I was the only one there who actually had a trial date. And everyone who was there to dispute something civil, he'd send them out as like, come to try and work it out yourselves. Like try to come to an agreement. And every single time they came in, and then two people before me. Oh, so right before it starts, they're like, just leave. Let's try this one more time before <laughs> we actually spend time and money. Exactly. Doing okay. And they come back and they're like, we reached an agreement. Wow. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's typical. And then they start and the time is ticking off, time is ticking off. Now it's close to it's close to nine forty five. So I'm like any time right now they could be calling me up. Um collect, uh, one of the lawyer attorneys. I don't know, there's three three attorneys up there. I don't know which one is the one I have to go against. Mm-hmm. And uh so they're going up there and I instantly in one of the cases, uh another guy gets up and the judge asks him the same question that he asked me when I came in, do you owe the money? And he's like, yes. It's like, okay, well, how are you going to pay for it? And he lost right there. He, wow. he, had, he, he had to pay for everything because he, he admitted guilt right there. Wow. And so he had come trying to be one of those 10% and without knowing it, without knowing the law. Lost before it even started. Waste, not only wasted his day because he could have just not shown up and it would have been fine. And, uh, and so instead he ends up showing up saying he owes the money, and he lost right there. Wow. Lost everything. 
That's like, I, I imagine you, the image I see if I were you is like a guy walking up and then just like willingly putting himself through the guillotine. I saw it and I'm, <laughs> no. I'm just like, yeah, I was like, you poor soul. Boom. And his head is off in a second. You, you poor know? soul. You poor soul. Oh my goodness. I was like, my, my heart hurt for him because yeah. it was also a large amount that he had to pay for. And he was just like, wait, what? And the yeah. look of bewilderment of just like, but I came here to contest this. It's like, <laughs> but you said you owed the debt. It's like, there's nothing to contest. You said you owed it. It's like, oh, that's the man. end. And so. Oh, but uh, I took a day off of work. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness. But as I'm watching it, the, the, the guy who's the attorney, and he's, he's, attorney, he's the attorney who I'm going to be facing okay. for the same law company. And I hear that he, you know, like, okay, so just contact this law firm. It's, it's the same law firm that okay. was suing me. And I was like, damn. All right. Well, uh, this is a young kid. He doesn't really seem like. Oh, this is a young man that went up. He like was a probably teenager? about my age. Okay. A teenager. I don't know. Really you, said, you said kid. The lawyer? Oh, the lawyer. I thought the you were talking lo- about the guy that admitted guilt. No, 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 no. Okay, he, okay. he was middle-aged. Oh, okay. Um, no, no, the lawyer was, was, was very, our very age. young, okay. looking our age. And I'm, like, trying to psych myself. Oh, I'm going to fucking wipe the floor with this yeah. kid. Like, <laughs> and uh, I was expecting, because I read in a lot of these, that the lawyers try and take you out and, like, talk to you beforehand. He didn't do that. And so now it's 10 o'clock, and, the, and I'm a 9.30 call, right? And the judge says, all right, moving on to, a ten, to our 10 o'clock calls. And my name hadn't been called, and I was like, "What the? F- Wait, I've been here the whole time. Like, did did something happen? Like, did what the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And so I go up to the the sheriff who's behind the desk, and I'm like, "He just said uh, the ten o'clock calls. Like, I'm nine thirty. Did I miss something?" And he looked at me for a second. And I was like, "Oh no, no. He's, he'll for cases that are going to trial, he'll go through this stuff that's just like that, and then he'll come back to you to anything that'll last longer. Okay. So they want to sort of just go through the." The people Just who aren't there, obviously. Yeah, okay. and, and so finally, it's like five minutes, five or ten minutes after that, he finally calls me up. And here I got like I, I got all my papers ready. I got my statement out. Um, and I'm and I'm like my nerves are just on fire right now. And I'm like I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that I'm going to be able to get through this opening statement without not just like reading it. Oh, and, that's like, perfectly stumble fine. Through. You know? Well, yeah, but they encourage you to try and be like. Conversational yes. with the judge yes. while still sticking to your script. So, but I'm thinking to myself, I haven't practiced this enough. I, oh. haven't, I haven't. I have not. So read you this feel out like enough. you have I to have to get through the whole thing. You have to not take your eyes off it. Like you feel like you can't just look at it. Look like up, if look I look back, a, look if up. I look away, I could lose my you spot, lose and, spot just and fuck everything up. Fuck okay. everything up. Got it exactly. And I'm just like I didn't prepare enough. I didn't prepare. Enough. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, but I walk up. I have the confidence. I'm just. I'm like, all right. To war! Yeah. Battle flags have been raised. Yeah. I step up before the judge. He's like, oh, hey, I've seen you a couple of times before. Like, we, you know, so are we, right. we have the trial date? And I was like, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yes, your honor. And he's like, all right, uh, so we have blank, blank, blank versus Rick's Thorcel. Or, yeah, versus Rick's Thorcel. Um, and I'm looking through here. And, and then suddenly the attorney interrupts the judge like not mid-sentence but like at a pause Mm -hmm. and says uh your honor i'm looking here our witness was not able to attend today and so i would like to uh motion to dismiss the case without prejudice what that was my reaction i'm like did i just hear that right did 
the person suing me just say on the trial date that they wanted to dismiss the case. And I think the judge could tell that I was a little uh, kind of, little stunned, right? Because uh-huh. it was just like, wait, what just happened? And so he looks at me and he says, okay, uh, so at any point in time before the trial starts, and technically the trial hasn't started yet because you haven't had your opening statements, they can dismiss the case if, if they so choose. I'm like, okay. And he's like, uh, I'm dismissing it with uh, – I'm accepting their motion to dismiss without prejudice, which means if they want to at some point in the future with – I think it's a 21-day window. They can refile or something like that. If they want If they want to go through the whole process again, they have to serve me again and do all that again. But he's but like – that 21 days is done. But he's like, <clears throat> you know, aside from that, the case is dismissed. You can go on your way. Have a good day. No fucking way. And that was it. No fucking way. And I walked out of the courtroom. Wow. And as I walked out, wow. There was a woman who looked up at me and she's like, "Oh my god. I hope I like I hope it's like or congratulations like I hope I can do that There's too." There's like a shred of hope for others. Like you saw these people like smiling there, like people who had shown up like you like he just got a thing dismissed. <laughs> hey, guys, hey, they're looking. Well, hey, hey, guys, this <laughs> this guy just they just missed it. They just missed it. <laughs> but but I'm walking out. I'm just like, what the hell just the they, the plaintiff motion to dismiss, and I'm just like this is so surreal. This is weird. I haven't had any communication with them. They said they were going to have a witness. They didn't have a witness, but like, wow. I mean, wow. And so I looked afterwards, and I told you I'd done a little bit of research on this company, mm-hmm. uh, this yes law firm before, and. They're involved in the past six months months in a bunch of different lawsuits countering uh, credit debt collection claims. So they're dealing not only with you but a bunch of people like you who are so willing to try and take them down. Here's And here's what I surmise happened and this is based off of what I've gotten from online is that they have attempted to go to trial without paperwork knowing they don't have the right paperwork. If they go to court knowing they don't have the paperwork and the defendant is able to say, like, you are suing me without any sort of cause to do so, I would be able to file a countersuit for $1,000 against them and take them to court for taking me to court without paperwork Mm -hmm. and knowing that. And so for them, one, they don't have the paperwork. They're going to lose. And this kid, I'm looking at this kid, there's no way that he's going to be one of those top ace lawyers. He's just yeah. a paper signer. Like he's a paper pusher. Yeah. More or less. I would doubt that he would have much experience in this sort of thing anyway. But for it just to to be dismissed like that was so abrupt that my adrenaline was continuing to run for the next twelve hours because <laughs> I did not know like what like, happened. Like so it's like you're running and you're getting ready to to smash into a wall, right? And you're like, I'm going to break through this wall. And you just you, – you, you get get yourself pumped up. You're like, uh-huh. I can do this. Like I can break through that – you know, that, yeah. the wall right there. Yeah. I can totally – close your eyes. Run. <laughs> and then you just keep running. <laughs> and you never hit a wall. And you just keep running. <laughs> I'm laughing at your, your animation of 
<laughs> You've got your eyes closed, your head down off to the side. Run in your movies. <laughs> that was perfect. And then you're running and there's just no wall. There's no wall. And so I just kept running. <laughs> My adrenaline just kept going. And uh, it took oh. me it, t- it took me probably another day for it to like sink in that it was over. Because, I mean, really, that was the last thing that I expected out of this, everything to go down. I mean, I thought there was a there was a greater chance of the lawyer not being there than him offering to dismiss it. So. Wow. So, that's the end of tale, man. I am so happy when I texted you, like, hey, how'd it go, that you, you just said, let's wait until uh, we the get podcast. together. Yeah. Because the last 40 minutes... Leading up to this moment has totally been worth it. <laughs> just savoring every detail of just emotion and just and just what was going through your mind and just the facts and then just it's like running up to a wall and then just and the fact that it's just dismissed and the what it, it this was a true just this was a phenomenal story. This is I. This could be like a movie. I want. Me. I want. I'm. Si- I'm sitting here with my elbows on my knees and my hands underneath my chin, like a kid, listening to this story the whole time. And it's just been, it's been extremely fulfilling for me. And I want to say the reason why I wanted to tell this story, and I don't like talking about private stuff a lot, but I thought it was important because for anyone who happens to listen to this. There is hope. Like, people make mistakes, right? But that doesn't mean that you have to be doomed to suffer, you know, for eternity. And I had this sort of Damocles hanging over me for almost eight months, just waiting for it to drop. And I followed what people said. You can beat a lawsuit. You just need to show up. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's the thing, is that no matter how scared you are or, like, uncertain you are, I didn't have to do any research whatsoever. Like, when it came down to it, literally, I could have done nothing. I could have put it out of my mind, shown up to the court date, and done nothing. Just known nothing and said, and said I, I don't have enough information to provide you an answer. That's all I would have had to say the entire time, done no further research, and that would have been it. But instead, I went through this process and I learned all these different things. I experienced the nerve-wracking anxiety of... Man of the unexpected and it was it was an incredible growing experience because it is it's that like dramatic unexpected nature of life that really shows you no matter how much you prepare you can't really predict what's ultimately going to happen but in situations like these i my hope is that other people take advantage of um the law, because the law yeah. the law ultimately is on your side. What these corporations and companies are doing is wrong. It's morally and eth- ethically wrong. And yeah, like I'm not saying I'm right. I don't want to deflect personal responsibility from myself. I I owe money, and I I fully intend to donate that money over the course of whenever I am able to get it. Mm-hmm. I keep I'm keeping track of that amount, and I fully intend to repay that in a positive and constructive way towards society. I'm not going to give it to these demon monsters from hell. Like yeah. they, they are they're parasites. Oh on man, this earth. I have you said that because the whole time you're describing the collection agency when we started, 
I was thinking parasitic like sums it up pretty well in terms of how they're they're absolute parasites they yeah. and they thrive because no one challenges them and all you have to do and the thing that I didn't believe until I experienced it myself all you have to do is stand up it's like all you have to do is stand up oh man what a phenomenal episode Rick Thorsell ladies and gentlemen all you have to do is stand up all you have to do is stand up wow